0: the following is a production of phoenix media the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners thank you for tuning in to silver age heroes radio theater i'm your host christian phoenix Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater.
1: the transcription feature, Superman!
2: Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman!
1: And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, star reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice. Jimmy Olsen and his newfound friend, the stowaway Pug Flanagan, are in grave danger aboard the Clara M as she moves slowly southward through a thick fog. In our last episode, we heard how Superman turned the tables on Pete Barnaby by taking over the ship and throwing Barnaby in iron. Barnaby, in possession of a treasure map, intended to sail the Clara M to the treasure island and find the treasure for himself. With Superman now in command, it seemed that Barnaby would be foiled. Then a radio message was received saying that two tankers had collided in the fog some 20 miles away. It was sinking rapidly. Superman was forced to leave the Clara M and go to the rescue of the sinking ships. And then, as our last episode ended, the villainous sailor Limey entered the hold where Bondi was locked in irons and... But wait. Listen. Now, here's me plan. I'll set you free. Together we open the seacocks of this here dub. Scuttles her so she sinks fast. And then we get away in an open boat, taking the treasure map with us, see?
3: you will have to get the map first. Kent's got it. We'll open. get it.
1: Then we'll row to the mainland. With a map in our hands, we'll take ship for Sumatra.
3: And after that, there's a hundred ways
1: of getting to that fair treasure island, eh?
3: Yeah, it's a good plan. All right, come on. Up to it. Get these eyes off me. In a hurry. Huh? No, there ain't no, right, Harry. Eh?
1: Let's take our time, I say, and do a thorough job, eh? There,
3: yeah. yeah, now. Yeah. They got a better way of sinking the ship. Eh? Huh? If we open the seacocks, it'll be discovered before the Clara m has time to sink. Uh,
1: what's your plan? Yeah,
3: well... There's a couple of cases of dynamite aboard. Dynamite? Eh? Okay. I had it brought on board before we left Metropolis. Dynamite? I figured I'd need it if we had to do any blasting to get the treasure. Huh? Well, it'll come in handy for another reason now. We'll use it to sink the Clara Oh,
1: I think I'll see what you're up to. And a good idea, says I. Lay a time fuse to the dynamite, say? Get away on the open boat, and then after we're gone. The old trouble blur ah, up.
3: He is quick to catch on. Get right. up. Yeah, shake a leg with these. That's all, right, all right.
4: They're
1: off.
3: That feels good. All right, let's get started. You see, you've got a boat all provisioned. Aye, aye. Then the first thing we've got to do is to get our hands on that treasure map. Right, and how are we go to do that, eh? If I'm not mistaken, that map must be Clark Kid's cabin. Eh? That Superman fellow jerked the map away from me. But he said Clark Kent would be master of this here vessel since he got back to Metropolis. The way I figure it, Superman must have given Kent that map. Well, then, come on.
2: Let's get to Kent's cabin and see if we can find it. Uh, find the map yet, Barnaby?
3: No. Keep looking. It must be somewhere in this cabin. Why do we strike a light? now be a fool. We're lucky enough to get into Kent's cabin without him being here. Aye. Oh, yeah. Strike a light and somebody's bound us here. Uh, wait a minute.
1: Off of now. Huh? Blume men fold, that's what we are.
3: What do you mean? Well, oh, that
1: map wouldn't be here. If Superman made Clark Kent master of this here vessel, that map is probably laying safe on Sandworth this here minute in that little safe in the captain's cabin. A little
3: safe? Aye. Why didn't I think of that? Hey, Limey, you must be right. course, oh, come, come on. on. We're going to the captain's cabin. Quiet, Barnaby, quiet. nigger right. yours makes too much noise. Well, I can't help it. <laughs> What's that? What's up? Look there.
1: Scotty and the two lads, Jimmy and Pug, is on the bridge.
3: There ain't no one in the
1: captain's cabin. That's
3: funny. Hmm? Where's well, Kent? He's supposed to be master of the ship. Uh, we won't worry about Kent. Come on. Let's get into that cabin and investigate that safe. Uh, you right with me. Okay, Why, in the name of heaven they'll hear us. Some oil on these door hinges wouldn't hurt. All right, here we are. Uh, and yeah, there's the safe. It's lucky I know the combination. I haven't been captain myself for a few days. Up, do it then and get that safe over. He does it, my friend. I'm still in charge here, remember that? I'll give any orders as to be given. Well, I'm sorry, sir. Really, i Aye, aye, aye. Now, let's see. Four left to 14. Three right to 82. Hurry, hurry. Two left to 24. Back to 65. There. Huh? She should open. not and shaped down. Uh, now, let's see now. Yeah. This ain't it. Yeah. This neither. And this... Walter, yeah. well, slimy, we're right. Here it is, right enough. A
1: piece of old silk, eh? Hey, it. the
3: treasure map. Give it to me. Never you don't mind, it. I'll take care of it. Oh. Very anyway. well. And now that we've got it, only one thing remains to be done. All right, I'll get below and set a fuse so that's that oh, time. Aye. I... and don't let's waste any time about it. Come on.
1: Having found the map which will lead them to the treasure, Pete Barnaby, and Limey go below decks to set a time fuse which will blow up the Clara M. Meanwhile, miles away, speeding through the thick fog, Superman rushes to the aid of the sinking tankers. Listen. Faster. Faster. Even now, I may be too late. The radio operator said the two ships were sinking fast. Right, Roger, it hadn't been necessary for me to leave the Clara M, but with Pete Barnaby, and Chains, there shouldn't be any trouble. Jimmy and Pug planning it are perfectly safe, I'm sure. There's no need to worry. This job shouldn't take too long, and then I'll return to the Clara am as quickly as I can. I wonder what Editor White will say about that treasure map when we get back to Metropolis. It may be... Wait! There below! The sinking ship!
4: Down! Down!
1: Those ships are going down, Pat. And they can't launch their boats. But many of those men will lose their lives if I don't save them. This is a job for Superman! Down! And so, Superman reaches the scene of the wreck and goes to the aid of the stricken ships. Meanwhile, on the bridge of the Clara M, Jimmy and Pug talk with Scotty, the new first mate. Unaware that in the hold of the ship, a time fuse is burning slowly toward three cases of dynamite. Listen. No, no, no. For the last time, I tell both you lads, I don't know what's happened to your friend Clark Kent. You'd be knowing more about that than I
3: would.
5: But, Scotty, the last time we saw him, he was with Superman. Eh. Superman came into that dungeon below deck, broke Mr. Kent's chains, and took him away.
3: Eh. Well, yet yeah, Mr. Kent wasn't with Superman when that there fancy-dressed fellow took over the car Yeah,
5: Superman told you Kent was going to be captain, ain't that right?
3: Like? Eh, and so he will be lad when he turns up. In the meantime, following Superman's orders... I'm taking charge of the Clara.
5: You say we're steering our course for two tankers that collided 20 miles from
3: here? Hey, that we are. Think thinking rapid, they are, from what the wireless messages tell us. Yeah, I doubt will arrive in time to save them. Let's hope there's a faster vessel on our standing nearby to save them. Gosh, I, I sure hope so. Ah, uh, dear lad, it's best not to upset yourself about it. It's the way of the sea. As many a ship's gone down and and he has sailor-man gone down with her. And every sailor-man in time learns to take such things philosophically. You live and you die by the sea and you... (laughs) Here, I'm talking too much. I can see that. Let's turn our thoughts to something pleasant. Like um, that there treasure map, eh? Hey,
5: that's something, ain't it? When I stowed away in this club. I never thought I'd get mixed up with a buried treasure. And Maybe you won't. Scotty here says Superman gave orders to turn back to Metropolis. Yes. Me, I'd give my right out to be sailing off of the Indian Ocean, any place but Metropolis. I sure hate to be going back to that bird. Say, why did you stow away, Pug? And why are you afraid to go back to Metropolis? Pal, if you had my old man, you wouldn't... talk about your father that way. Yeah, uh, he ain't never been no father to me. Why not die when I was... Uh, listen, Scotty, if you knew hey, it... Hey, Scotty, listen. Here
3: you, it's Mr. McTavish
1: from the All on. right, Mr. McTavish, then. Listen, something funny's happened. Mm-hmm. I just found one of the lifeboats is missing. What's that? One of the I lifeboats know. missing. Yeah, more than that. The missing boat made me suspicious, and I had a look at the next boat. Hey, Will, well, what about it? Somebody stove a hole in it with an axe. Hey, what? what are you talking about? I'm telling you straight. Every lifeboat's got a hole stove in her. Every single one of them. Hey, gosh, man, that doesn't make sense. One of the boats missing, and the rest of them with holes stove in them. Barnaby. Hey, what's that lad? Barnaby. He's escaped. I know it. Barn. By heaven, the lad's right. That's the only answer. You there. Aye, sir. Get below to the brick, where you can put Barnaby in Ireland. I know to be still there. Uh, I can answer that, sir. Hey, what? Who are you? He's come up from below. Went down to bring Barnaby some food. He ain't that, sir. He's gone. Limey's gone with him. Limey? Yeah, so that's it. Limey helped Barnaby escape. And then they made off in that lifeboat after breaking holes in the rest of them so we couldn't follow him. But
5: why would Limey help Barnaby
1: escape? The treasure, lad, the treasure. Limey hopes to get part... Of... Heaven, help us.
5: Now what's the matter?
1: The map. They wouldn't make off without first getting the treasure map. Come on, boys. We've got to get to the captain's cabin right away.
6: Well,
5: here's the cabin, but... Look,
6: the safe. It's been broken into. Eh. Mm Mm-hmm. The map's gone.
5: Well, I guess there's no doubt of it now. Barnaby's escaped and taken the treasure map with him. Gosh, if only Superman was here. Or even Mr. Kent. They'd know what to do. Eh,
1: I wish they were here, too. Because I don't mind telling you I'm all at sea. If I only... Quick, today, what
5: was that?
1: Explosion. Below
5: decks. What's happening? What goes on here?
1: Barnaby's work will be bound. Now I see it if you don't. Now I understand why those lifeboats were stove in. If those explosions are what I think they are, we'll be sinking any minute. And we can't do a thing to save ourselves.
5: Not one blasted thing. Look at Flames. Flames shooting up from the hole.
1: Hey, fire. And I was right. Lads were doomed. Doomed. Well, lifeboats have not one thing we can do to save ourselves. Barnaby and Limey have done their work well. The lifeboats rendered useless and the clarim going up in flames. What can save our friends now? Be sure to hear the next thrill-packed episode of our story with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman.
2: Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a bear. Superman.
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.
0: Behold, My process. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loop Crate subscription box, yeah, for an exclusive Loop on surprises known to you door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! through the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Time Loot to Loot
4: box.
6: What's with kids
0: today, huh? you're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman.
1: Presenting the transcription feature, Superman. (laughs) Up in the sky, look. It's a
2: bird. It's a plane. It's Superman.
1: And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, star reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice. Excitement runs high on the Clara M, last of the old clipper ships, for affairs have reached the crisis. In our last episode, we heard how Teek Barnaby and Limey, having gained possession of the valuable treasure map, deserted the Clara M in a lifeboat after breaking holes in the other lifeboats with an axe. To ensure their escape, they had also set a time fuse connected with several cases of dynamite. As the last episode ended, Barnaby and Limey had succeeded in escaping, when suddenly explosion after explosion shook the ancient vessel, and flames shot up from the holes. Superman, unaware of the danger threatening his friends, was miles away across the sea, saving the crews of two tankers that had collided in the fog. Our scene is now the Clara M. Listen... Now I understand why Barnaby and Limey strove in those lifeboats. If those explosions are what I think they we are, we'll be sinking any minute. And we won't be able to do a thing to save ourselves. Yeah, that was a bad one, lad? Rock the whole ship. Look, at. Flames. Flames shooting up from the hole. Yeah, she's caught fire. And no small fire it is either. You there. Aye, sir. Get the men working with the fire extinguishers. Fire extinguishers. You'll do no good at the likes of that fire, sir. Eh, be that as it may, you'll do as you're told. Up to it now. Pardon. How
5: come those explosions, anyways? You carrying dynamite in this tub?
1: We were carrying it all right, though I never knew it till this minute. Not any man aboard for that matter.
5: What's going to happen, Scotty? I heard once that the most dreaded thing on chipboard is a fire. Is that so? No,
1: no, no, lad. You're not to go worrying yourself about something you can do nothing about.
5: Don't worry. huh? With those flames shooting up from the hole. They're getting worse, pal, and I ain't kidding. If the lifeboat's camp for you, what are we going to do when this tub starts sinking? Pick an out one out for us, will you? Mr. McCavish,
2: Mr. McCavish.
1: Hey, what is it? That fire's all out of control. Not only that, but them explosions have blown a hole in us below the water line. Big enough to stick your head through. Yeah, all right. Keep up to the fire with the extinguisher. Hold it and check as long as you can. Come on, lad.
3: Where
1: to? I'm going to the radio room, and I'm not leaving either, if you had a mistake,
5: We can take care of ourselves. You'll come with me, or I'll know the reason why. Now, get along there. <laughs>
1: Good
5: night. Look at those flames. How long do you think the boat can last, Scotty? Well, we
1: we'll last until we sink. And if you think that's a silly answer, you can give me a better one. Here, now. Uh, Tell the companion way.
5: The radio room's right along here, ain't it? Yeah, here it is. Right in here.
1: Oh. Ah,
3: Not waiting for orders, eh, mister?
1: No, sir. I knew we were finished the minute I heard those those explosions. I'm sending a call of distress. Oh, good, good. I
5: I wonder where Mr. Kent is. I don't know what happened to him after he went off with Superman. Do you think he's on board?
1: Well, I don't see how he can be on board, lad. He would have shown up before this. Golly. Well, well, have you had any response, mister? No, sir. None as yet. Hey, we'll keep trying, keep trying. I, sir, you can count on me to keep trying till we go down. No, oh, no. I'll have none of that. we will get a chance to save your skin. Tell me how, with the lifeboats all stove in, if I could get my hands on Barnaby and Limey... You keep or... your
3: hands on that radio key. Come on, now, lad.
5: Where's your gallivant? Who now? Up on deck
3: to see how things are going.
1: Bridging the broad Atlantic, searching desperately for some hope of rescue, the wireless sends its call of distress. Meanwhile, miles away, Superman, having completed his mission of mercy, speeds toward the Clara M through the dawn.
7: Well, I'm glad that job is done. By using
1: the anchor cables of those tankers, I managed to haul both of them to the mainland. The captains and the crew will never know what happened. They'll never find out what pulled them through the water with the speed of a
7: powerboat. Well,
1: I'll soon be back at the Clara M. Wait a minute. What's that on the horizon? Smoke. Smoke. Must be a steamer of some kind, probably passing very close to the Clara M. The minute I get on board, I'll have to reappear as Clark Kent. Which reminds me, i better start thinking up a pretty good explanation right now. Well, I can say... Hello. What's that bobbing on the water off to my right? Looks like a small boat. Bonnie, I'd better investigate that. There it is below me. Yes, it's a boat, all right. There are two men in it. Something wrong with them, too, sprawled out like that. They must need help.
4: Down! Down!
1: What? Well, Limey And Barnaby! What in the world? Oh, Barnaby's finished. Bullet hole through the chest. And Limey. Put a knife on me. Uh, still a little life left in him. Not much, I'm afraid. Uh, knife wounds. They must have had a fight, these two. Put a knife
8: on me. Pull a knife, he did. What's that? Pulled a knife on me. We fought.
2: Fought hard. I got him finally. I never expected I'd have a gun, a swine. Try to get all the sweat for himself, eh?
4: I showed him. I showed him.
7: Limey. Yeah, he's finished, too. Took his last breath.
1: I think I begin to see. Limey must have freed Barnaby, and together they made off in this boat. Then they had a fight over the map. The map! That must be here, too. Let's see. Yeah, here it is, all right. Well, I'll just take that along with me. Now then, what to do about these two? Well, I suppose there's only one thing to be done. And the quicker I get it over with, the better.
5: Only we knew where Mr. Canty. From the time he walked out on deck with Superman... Hey, listen, Scotty. What would you bring us up here on a bridge for?
3: Oh, I thought it would be the best place honey. Huh?
5: Best place for what? What are you talking about?
3: Lad, I... I've got something to say. There'll be no chance now that we can be saved. Hey,
5: hey, what do you no, mean? No,
3: let me finish, lad. The hole blowing in enough size and the cloud ends burning fast. She's listened bad already.
1: And in another five or ten minutes, it'll all be over.
5: Gosh.
3: The crew will realize that in a minute, and then, well, there'll be some of them take it hysterical-like, and some of them take it calm. But take it, they must. Now, which is it going to be like? How will you take it?
5: Why, calm, I guess. Yeah, sure. Me? Yeah, I'm tough.
3: Good lads.
1: That's why I brought you both up here on the bridge. Somehow, going down it'll be easier up here.
5: Excuse me, sir. It's the radio man. Hey, what is it?
1: I've had a reply to our message of distress, sir. The United States destroyer, sir, 80 miles away. 80 miles? You. All I could get was heading toward you at 20 knots. Will you please? And then our
3: batteries went dead, sir. Hey, well, it doesn't matter. I couldn't possibly reach us in time. Wait,
5: we're thinking fast. And still no sign of Mr. Kent. Look, a lot of the men are jumping into the water. The rest of them just standing there on deck, waiting. Scotty.
3: Easy, lad, no easy. We'll all be over in a few minutes. Just, just look over there toward the horizon. Make believe through the dawn
1: you can see that destroyer steaming for us.
5: If it only was. Boy, if we could just see that destroyer coming for us. Listen, what was that? It's gotta be the caram lurched forward and I could feel it give way under my feet. It's the end, sir. She's
1: getting ready to go under. Aye. We'll let's all get ready to go under with her. Bravely,
3: lad. Bravely. We'll go down like sailor lad. Eh? <laughs> Spread your legs and stand square upon the deck.
5: Aye, sir. aye, eyes.
2: Chins up, lad. Eyes straight ahead. Chins up. Eyes straight ahead.
1: Her bows are underwater, sir. Hey, okay, Should will dive both up. Any minute now. Any minute. Uh... Wait. Look there. What is
5: it? Scotty. Jim, look. What enchanting we... It is, Pug. It is. It's Superman. And he's heading straight for the bridge. Here he comes.
4: <laughs>
5: Superman.
1: Jimmy. Ah, uh, you people are in a bad way here. I'm I am getting ready to go under, sir. Oh, I see. Here, both you boys, throw your arms around my neck and hold
5: on tightly. You men, I'll take one of you under each arm. But, Superman, what about Mr. Kent? We don't even know where he is. Oh, he's all right, Jimmy. I've taken care of him. Oh, thank goodness. But what about the
2: crew?
1: They're all in the water. I'll have to help them as best I can. Quick now, hang on. The ship's going under.
2: There she goes. She's going under now. Hold on. Up,
1: up, and away.
5: What do you know? We're flying. This guy's like an airplane. Oh, I've done this before. Gosh, those poor guys down there in the water.
1: I can't save them all. I can't risk your lives trying to save them. Then drop us. Hold on to the lads and drop me in the radio, man.
5: Wait, look. Isn't that... Why, sure, it's the plane.
1: Sure, it must be from that destroyer I contacted. That's what it is, all right.
5: say Hey, look smoke on the horizon. That you Peter, the destroyer. Yes. Look, the plane's going to land.
4: There he goes.
1: Ah, nice landing. Well, she'll pick up the survivors. Most of them can hang on to the pontoons until the destroyer gets here. Well, looks as if I'm not needed here any longer. Hey, you're not going to drop us, are you? Oh, don't you worry about that. I'm flying with you all to that destroyer. Then I'll come back here and help in the
2: rescue. Hold tight. Here we go.
1: And so, this time, with the help of the United States Navy, Superman saves the lives of his friends and brings another adventure to a happy conclusion. But what of the treasure map? Will it lead our friends into new and more exciting adventures? Be sure to hear the next thrilling episode of our story with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the
2: sky, look! It's a thing! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman!
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.
0: You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, no, it's Superman.
8: Presenting the
1: transcription feature, Superman!
2: Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman!
1: And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice. When the Clara M, last of the old clipper ships, was blown up by Pete Barnaby... Kent, in his guise of Superman, rescued Jimmy Olsen and Pug Flanagan together with most of the crew. He also succeeded in getting possession of the pirate treasure map that had been the cause of all the trouble aboard the Clara M. As our story continues today, Kent, Jimmy, and Pug are seated in the lobby of a small hotel in Panama, awaiting passage on the next boat, due to leave the following morning. Listen.
6: Wake up. Wake up,
5: Gee, sir, Kent, we almost lost our lives on account of that treasure map, and now that you've got it, we're not even going to go look for the treasure. It's not right. Yeah, it's a chip. No, I'm
1: sorry, Jimmy, but I'm not taking you on any treasure hunt. Well, that's for you, young man. Who, me? Yes, you, Pug. Don't lose sight of the fact that you stole away aboard the Clara M before it left Metropolis. You had no business on the ship in the first place.
5: Yeah, yeah, I know. But if it wasn't for me, you never would have found that secret compartment. And if you didn't find a secret compartment, you never would have found that map. It's not so and loud, I... Pug. Do you want everyone in the hotel to know we've got a treasure map? Eh, these founders don't understand English. That man sitting over there. The one with the scar over his eye. He's been listening
6: to everything we said.
5: So what? Wait, I'll show you. Hey, uh, pal. What time is it? Huh? I
6: said,
5: what time is it?
6: No comprendo.
5: Okay, pal, thanks.
1: what did he say? He said he doesn't understand.
5: Yeah. See, what did I tell you?
1: Yeah. Well, this isn't getting us anywhere.
5: Bug, well, take this
1: letter over to the desk and tell the clerk it must go off on tomorrow's plane. It's the complete story of the Clara M. sinking, and I want Mr. White to get it as soon as possible.
5: Okay. And that's another thing, Mr. Kent. Huh? We have to go back to Metropolis and instead of going to look for that treasure. Why can't we go by plane instead of both?
1: If I've told you once, I've told you a dozen times. There are only two planes a week, and there are no passenger
5: reservations available. Well, I don't know why Superman didn't fly us back home instead of dropping us here. I'll bet he thought we were going after that treasure. I'll bet he did.
6: Oh, possibly.
5: Well, at least this adventure on the Clara M proved one thing to you. Huh? What's that? That Superman really exists. You didn't believe it before, did you? Well, I, uh, I don't. But... Well, you can't now. Not after what he did when the Clara M sank. Why, if not for him, he we... Hit he hear that guy the death when swing around. Boy, would it mm-hmm. hand you a laugh?
1: I'm surprised that he understood your brand of the language, bug.
5: I don't get it. Mr. Kent means that you murder the king's English worse than any foreigner. Who, me? Say, listen. Nobody never had no trouble savvying my lingo. I talk good.
1: Well, you talk plenty, Bug, but it's far from good. <laughs> when we get back to civilization Jimmy and I intend working on you...
5: Oh, I gotta get educated, huh? I gotta put on the dog.
1: Oh, no, but a few lessons in grammar wouldn't hurt. And, uh, maybe a haircut. Yeah, but all that can wait. You, uh, took care of getting the letter off?
5: Yeah. That means we ain't going on no treasure hunt, huh?
1: It means we aren't going on any treasure hunt, Pug.
5: That's what I said.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, right now, we're all going up to bed. The boat sails at nine in the morning, and we can't afford to miss it. There isn't another for ten days. Oh, I don't feel like going to bed yet. Now, Jimmy, don't sulk. That treasure won't run away. As long as we have the map, we can search for it at any time. Mustn't forget that I work for the Daily Planet and can't run around digging up pirate gold without instructions from Mister White. Well, why don't you wire him or or call him or something? Yeah, why don't you? Because I know what his answer would be. Come home at once.
5: Oh, okay. I suppose you know best.
1: That's better. All right, now let's turn in. I uh, got connecting rooms. You and Pug can sleep together. Come on now. I'll be riding you out at seven thirty in order to catch that boat. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet settles over the hotel lobby as Kent, Jimmy, and Pug retire to their rooms. Soon the lights go out, leaving only a dim bulb burning at the registration desk. The lobby is empty, save for the sallow-complexioned man with a scar over his eye, the man who did not understand English. Suddenly he rises, crosses to the desk, looks furtively around, and then addresses the clerk.
6: Manuel. see sí, Carlos. El Americano, boy. Give you a letter for the plane. see, Si. Give it to me. No, no, Carlos, I cannot. You would like to make 5,000 pesos, Manuel? No. 5,000 pesos? See, si. Maybe more. Maybe 10,000 pesos, Manuel? There is in the letter 10,000 pesos? No, there is nothing but writing in the letter. Then why do you want it? Because the writing is important. Come, give me the letter. No, no, I cannot. This is a new fool. Los Americanos, the man and the two boys... They we were talking loud because they did not know I understood them. They have a map. A treasure map. One that shows where much gold is hidden. Oh? I want to read the letter because it will tell me more about the map. And then what, Carlos? Then we will see. Who knows? Maybe your share will be 50,000 pesos. 50,000 pesos? See, si. I would be rich, no? What do you think? Oh. You could stop working for the rest of your life. Oh? Por Dios, you could buy fine clothes. See, si. si. the American automobile. the gold watch. Here, here, here is the letter, but... what is it? You think I will get 50,000 pesos, Carlos? Si, 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 now, nah. let me read this. Hmm. Oh, what is... What, what is it say, Carlos? What, what this is this? what I wish to know. I will read the rest later.
1: No, Carlos, the letter yes. must go by the morning plane. This
6: letter will not go by any plane. N-
1: no, it must go. I will lose my job.
8: They will put me in prison.
6: at you fool. What do you want with this job when you will have 50,000 pesos? But for stealing a letter, I will go to prison. You will go to prison for opening the letter, too. Mm. So what is the difference? All this talk about prison is stupid. What is the name of the American who sends this letter? Clark Kent. What room is he in?
8: Carlos, I do not like this business.
6: Now it is too late. The letter has been opened and I have it in my pocket. What if I should tell Senor Kent? that oh, no, no,
8: no, you would not.
6: Patron, room 2, 2.14. Give
8: me a key,
6: Carlos. Give me a key. What are you going to do, Carlos? I am going to get the treasure map. But how can you? Senor Kent is in the room. He will not be there. You will call him on the telephone and say to him that he is to come down to the lobby. For what reason should he come to the lobby? We will make a reason. Let me think. Ah, see. Here it is. You will tell him there are some papers to be signed before he can leave on the boat tomorrow. But there are no papers. Of course not. When he comes down, you will say you have been unable to find the papers. You will tell him you are sorry. You will call him in ten minutes, Manuel. And do not make any mistake.
1: Meanwhile, in the room adjoining 214, Jimmy and Pug are already in bed with the lights out. Off in the distance, a freighter coming into the harbor sounds its low, mournful whistle. Listening to it, stirs Pug's imagination. Suddenly, his eyes light up in the darkness.
5: Hey. Hey, Jim. What do you want? I've been thinking... And go to sleep. I ain't sleepy. I've been thinking about that map. Mm. You know, we could go look for that treasure ourselves. Just you and me. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> go to sleep. Yeah, I'm crazy. Like a fox. Look, supposing Kent don't want to go look for it. What's to stop us? Oh, go to sleep. All we gotta do is snitch that map and we oh, gotta... What? I said, all we got to do is snitch the map. Now listen, Pug. You better get one thing straight right here and now. If you're going to travel around with Mr. Kent and me, you don't steal things. She can hear you. I don't care if he can. Put your head under the pillow and go to sleep. Uh, We've got to get up early. I told you I ain't sleepy. Well, then keep quiet and let me sleep. I don't have to go back to Metropolis. He can't boss me. Shut up. Well, I don't have to. I'm my own force. I can go where I like. If I want to look for treasure, I can look for it. I'm looking for a punch in the eye unless should shut up. I want to sleep. Okay, okay. Hey, Jim. Supposing we snitched the map just for the fun of it? Oh,
4: sleep.
5: That'd be a swell gag. In the morning, he wouldn't be able to find a map, and he'd raise the roof. What do you say I snitch it, huh, Jim? Yeah. Hey. What's that bell ringing? Tell him. Yeah, it must be in Mr. Kent's room. What? Is it necessary for me to do it
9: tonight?
8: Oh, very well, I'll be right down.
5: Hey, Jim. You hear that? Jim. Ah, he's asleep. Oh. Kent's opening this door. going down to the lobby. This is my chance to cop that map before he gets back. Only once I get my hands in that map. Then I had the laugh on Kent and Jimmy. Jim? Hey, Jim? Uh, He's asleep all right. Just get out of bed, grab the map, and beat him before they know what's happened. Them springs make an awful racket. Now, Where's the door to the next room? Oh, here it is. This is going to be easy. Now,
9: let's see.
1: Who will get the treasure back? Pug or Carlos? Or will Clark Kent return soon enough to surprise both of them? Don't forget to tune in next time. There are thrills galore in the next episode of Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman!
2: Up in the sky! Look! It's, it's a bag! It's a plane! It's Superman!
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.
0: You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, no, it's Superman.
1: Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Superman.
4: Up in the
2: sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman!
1: And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, star reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. As you remember, Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Pug Flanagan, the young storeway aboard the ill-fated Clara M, were spending the night in the Panama hotel before taking a ship for Metropolis in the morning. Both boys had tried to influence Clark Kent not to return home, but to search for the treasure indicated on the map they had found on the Clara M. The conversation concerning the treasure map was overheard by a half-breed named Carlos, who arranged with Manuel, the hotel clerk, to gain possession of it. But almost at the same time, Pug Flanagan decided to steal the map from Kent's room and search for the treasure himself. As our story continues today, Kent has been lured to the hotel lobby by Manuel so that Carlos can ransack his room for the treasure map. Listen. I understand why it was necessary to get me down here in the middle of the night to sign some papers. Why couldn't they be signed in the morning? What sort of papers are they? Declaration of baggage, Senor Kent. What? The authorities are very strict, but I must apologize. I cannot find the papers. Oh, it doesn't matter, because we haven't any baggage. Is that all? See, si, Senor. Well, then, good night. Good. What's that? I, I did not hear anything, Senor.
8: Sounded like the squawk of a parrot. Si, si, one of the guests has a parrot. Sometimes in his sleep, he makes a peculiar noise. He perds. Oh. Well, good night. Buenas noches, senor. Buenas noches.
1: Something funny about his calling me down to sign baggage declarations. He knew we didn't have any baggage. I told him that when we registered. Oh, well, maybe he forgot. Yeah. Might as well look in on Jimmy and Pug before I turn in. I <laughs> those kids would give their eye teeth to go treasure hunting.
8: Ah, so would I. That map looks like the real thing. Oh, here's the door to their room where I just peek in.
6: Oh, both seem to be fast asleep. Oh, wait a minute. There's only one in that bed. It's Jimmy. Where's Paul? That's funny. I've got to wake Jimmy
1: up and ask him. Jim. Mm. Wake up, Jimmy. i go to sleep. It's Mr. Kent, Jimmy. Oh, time to get up?
4: No.
1: no. Okay. No, Jim, no, it, it isn't time to get up. I just wanted to know what happened to Pug. Pug? Yes, he's not here. I'm not here? What do you mean? Oh, just that. I looked in on you to see whether you were both all right and Pug wasn't in bed. Wait
5: a minute. Jumping in G-ha-ha-ha. What's the matter, Jim? The map. The treasure map. What? He didn't want to go back before I fell asleep. I remember now. Oh, Mr. Kent, this is terrible. It's awful. Now, it... wait a minute. Wait a minute. Calm down and tell me what you're talking about. The map. He said he was going to steal a map and look for the treasure himself. What? I told him he was crazy to go to sleep. I never thought he'd do it. You mean you think Pug took the treasure map from my room? I'm afraid so. We'll, we'll find out soon enough. Come
1: on. If he did, I'll twirl in good when I catch him.
5: Is it here, Mr. Kent?
1: No, it's gone. Honest? Yes, it was in the inside pocket of my jacket. Now look, Jimmy, let's see if we can get this straight. When did Pug talk about taking the map? Just before I fell asleep. Uh Well, that couldn't have been more than ten minutes ago. What did he say exactly? Well,
5: you know, we were both a little sore because you said we couldn't go look for the treasure, but I got over it and Pug didn't. Yes? I kept saying he could find that treasure himself if he had the map and all that sort of stuff. Then what? Oh, I guess I fell asleep and he snitched the map out of your room.
1: Didn't you hear anything? I don't think I was in my room at the time. The desk clerk called me down to the lobby to sign some papers. Well... Well, you better go back to sleep, Jimmy. Pug can't have gotten far with the map. I'll find him. I can't sleep now, Mr. Kent. No, you might as well try. I'll find Pug and bring him back. Don't be too hot on him, Mr. Kent.
5: He doesn't know
1: anything. Okay. I don't blame Pug a bit for wanting to go on that treasure hunt, but he's got to learn not to take things into his own hands. Chances are he headed for the harbor to stow away on a southbound boat. I'll stop at the desk and ask the
6: clerk if he's seen him.
8: Something is wrong, senor
1: Kent? Uh, yes. One of the boys with me seems to be missing. You didn't by any chance see him leave the hotel, did you? A thin, toe-headed boy? No, senor, I did not. Where would he go in the middle of the night? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll look around. In case you do see him, keep him here till I return, See, you? Si, senor. Oh, little fellow was smart enough not to go out the front way. Probably climbed down the fire escape. Well, I'll find him if I have to search every boat in the harbor. I think I'd better search him around the waterfront. As Superman, and see whether I can spot him.
4: Up! Up!
2: And away!
1: Red cloak spread like the wings of some strange bird. Superman flies through the darkness in search of Clark Flanagan. Meanwhile, back at the hotel, Jimmy Olsen has dressed and is hurrying down the steps to the lobby... Well, the sound of hushed voices stopped him short. Gee, I
5: hope I can find.
1: <laughs> Where is the treasure map, Carlos? I have it, don't worry. There was a little trouble. Problem? What do you mean? He did nothing.
8: Why do you look so pale? Because I do not like this business.
6: You will have to like it now, my friend. Now listen to me. When I went to the room to get a map, one of the boys was there. He tried to scream, but I put my hand over oh. his mouth. I could not leave him there, so I took him away with me. He yeah, like a tiger. See here? He's What have you done with him? You stand in the cellar, Locked in the storage field. Senor cat is looking for him even now. Carlos, we will both go to prison. Not if you do what I say. I made Sanchez. Who wants the big fishing boat to leave for the island where the treasure is at midnight. Sanchez, eh? See, si. Once we have sailed, you can release the boy. No one will suspect that you have anything to do. I do not like it. But you like 50,000.
5: I think I've heard enough So Pug didn't steal the map after all. It's Carlos. I can't see him from here, but he's probably the guy who was listening to us talking. I guess the first thing to do is find Pug down the cellar. He got out the back way through the fire escape, but I've got to work fast. Good thing the fire escape is right outside this window.
1: Raising the window, Jimmy climbs out on the fire escape, and keeping in the shadow of the building, descends to the yard behind the hotel. In a moment, he finds the door leading to the cellar.
5: It's dark down here. I haven't the faintest idea where the storage bin is. (gasps) What's
6: that? It's either an animal or... No, I know what it is.
5: Pug trying to yell with his mouth gag. Storage bin must be over there to the left. This must be the bin. It's locked at all. Just a piece of wood stuck through the hasp. There, that's it. Pug. It's Jimmy Pug. Here, let me get that gag off uh-huh. you
6: know. There.
5: How's that? Oh, thanks a million, pal. What that rag showed me a tough to breathe. Where's the guy that slapped me in here? Let me get my hands on him. Oh terrible. Take it easy. You've caused enough trouble as it is. Who, oh, me? What did I do? I sneaked into Mr. Kent's room to get that map just for a gag. This bozo grabbed me, pulls me around like I'm a sack of potatoes, slaps a rag over my mouth, and then tosses me down here in a clink. What did I do? We'll take care of what you did or tried to do later. Right now we've got something else to think about. The fellow who put you down here was the same one you thought didn't understand English. What? Huh? All the time he was soaking up that talk about the treasure map. He's got it now. And he's sailing on a fishing boat owned by a man named Sanchez at midnight. Oh, yeah? That's what he thinks. Where's Mr. Kent? i out looking for you. What time is it? I don't know, but it must be about 10.30. And we've got plenty of time. Plenty of time for what? So see to see of that boat don't leave the dock. And how are you going to do that? Easy. We'll sink her right where she lays. Sink her? Are you crazy? Not me, pal. All we got to do is sneak on board, open up the seacog, and she'll sink like a hunk of lead. Maybe we ought to wait for Mr. Kent to come back. Nah, that's just wasting time. Come on, this is a pipe. It's just like rolling off a lot. There are at least twenty fishing boats down here.
9: How can we tell which
5: one belongs to Sanchez? we got tongues, ain't we? There's a guy coming off one of the docks. We'll ask him. Hey, buddy.
4: I see.
5: We're looking for a tub owned by a guy named Sanchez. Where's she lay? Uh,
1: Sanchez.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh,
1: La Paloma. It's a La
5: Paloma. Where is it, Mister Where? Uh,
1: Sanchez uh, La
5: Paloma. Oh, he's pointing to uh, it. Okay, yeah, uh, thanks, buddy. Thanks. See it, Jimmy? The fourth duck. Hey, she's big, ain't she? Big for a fishing boat. Yeah. Now what do we do? We sneak on board and give it a word. Come on, follow me. Yeah, we're running in luck. There ain't nobody on deck. Hop yeah. aboard. Yeah, but take it easy. If <laughs> we get caught, we're in plenty of trouble. We ain't gonna get caught. Now listen. Make for that companionway when I say three, and hey, keep low. One. Two. Three. We made it. Now what? Now we gotta get down into the hole. This boat ain't got more than two or three in the crew. That makes less chance of us getting caught. Kate, okay, let's go. You're taking an awful chance, party. Nah, this is a cinch. Hey, down his way. All right. He's one of our sea cats. Now all we gotta do is open her up. Hey! She's tight. I can't budge it. Let me try, okay? It is tight. Yeah. Wait a minute. What's that? Sounds like motors. It is. Hey, the boat's moving. She's pulling out. Pug. What do we do?
1: What will Jimmy and Pug do, trapped as they are in the hold of the La Paloma, with Clark Kent ignorant of their whereabouts? It looks like plenty of excitement ahead, so don't forget to tune in the next thrilling episode of our story with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman.
2: Up in the sky, look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman!
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics
6: Magazine.
0: Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater.
1: Presenting the transcription feature, Superman!
2: Look at the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman!
1: And now, Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. When we last saw Kent, he had assumed his role as Superman, and gone in search of young Pug Flanagan, suspected of having stolen the treasure map found aboard the ill-fated clipper ship, the Clara M., But in reality, Pug himself had been locked in a storage bin by the man who did steal the map, a half-breed Spaniard named Carlos. Fortunately, Jimmy Olson overheard a conversation between Carlos and his partner Manuel, clerk at the Panama Hotel, where Kent, Jimmy, and Pug were spending the night. From the conversation, Jimmy learned where Pug was being held prisoner, and also that Carlos planned to sail for the island where the treasure was buried that very night on a fishing boat owned by a man named Sanchez. With Pug released, both boys hurried to the waterfront, determined that the fishing boat, the La Paloma, would not leave port. But the story continues today, they have sneaked into the hold of the boat and are attempting to open a seacock to sink it. Listen.
5: Uh, this thing is jammed tight. Can't budge it. Okay. Let me try it, Pug. Okay. It is tight. Yeah, and no. Hey, wait a minute. What's that noise? sounds like a boat engine. It's this boat. We're shoving off. Pug, what do we do? we got to scram fast. Come on. No. No, wait. The a guy standing at the top of the companionway steps. But, Pug, well, we got to get off. We just got to. I, mean, I know. It's too bad we can't get that sea truck open. So the old tub wouldn't go far. Well, we can't open it, so why talk about it? Pug. Yeah? I'm going to walk right up those companionway steps and ask them to let us off. They can have the treasure. Take man. Take it easy, pal. I got another idea. Follow me. Where are you going? Never mind. Keep close. Yeah. See what's up ahead? Yeah, it's the motor. Right. Now watch what I do. Nah. You better stay here and lay chicken. I'll be right back you. Good going. sure hope we get out of this mess. We don't, <laughs> Mr. Kent's going to be worried still.
9: Pug,
5: I'll be right with you. Pug, what happened? Just sit tight and listen. What for?
4: Listen
5: to what? Just listen. Pug. The motor stopped. No, I stopped it. But how? Turn off the gas and rip that line out. It'll take them plenty of time to fix it, too. Come down and find out what's wrong we are got to make a break for it, Jim. We're going to get away from the steps. All right. Now! Quick, Pug. Take off. Come on, Up the steps. go. Okay. There's a man on deck. we got to get by him. where are you going? Come here. Let go of me. Let go of me. Oh, there Run, Jim. I kicked him in the shin. Up in the dock. Quick, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. Hop up. I'll follow you. Yeah. I can't catch us now. Run to the hotel. We'll get Mister Cannon. Oh, oh! What's the matter? For? Uh, I twisted my ankle. I can't run. Here, I'll help no, you. Oh, you beat us back to the hotel. Go ahead. Run your life. Come on. Put your arm around my shoulders. Beat it, I said. They'll catch you too. Oh, they won't. You can hobble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, you ain't got a chance unless you drop me and run, Jim. Don't, don't be a dope. I'm not leaving you in that. Oh, see, we're off the dock already. Losing him, not? Yeah. Come on. Besides i Okay. okay. Ankle hurt much? Yeah. Oh, why don't you drop me? Shut up. They'll never find us down this dark alley. Oh, why do they have to go and pull us down like this, anyhow? Don't worry about it. Hey, Huh? Wait. This is a blind alley. It doesn't go anyplace, it's just a blank
6: wall. That
5: means we're stuck. I'll beat it, Jim, before they come, no, will yeah, you? No, keep
6: quiet. Don't move. Maybe they won't come in the alley. Yes,
5: Here,
2: Sanchez, I come.
5: Really. Don't breathe, Bobby. Come on, thank you. now we go. Oh, this is all my fault, Jim. You got you into this. I'm just no good. Shut up. Maybe they won't find us. I'll
6: give them gold, thank you.
2: Bless you, like. Here they are. Hey, hey, go, go, will you? Come
6: now, nah, we speak to good... Hey,
5: England, go hey, go easy on him. He's got a bad ankle. Maybe oh, it's oh, broken. I, also... I
6: have him uh,
1: more broken before oh, oh. I am through with him. I wouldn't be too sure of that, my friend. What?
5: <laughs> Pug, it's Superman. Take your
1: hands off those boys. Who are you? Never mind who I am. Take your hands off those boys before you run into trouble. And he means huh?
5: trouble, mister. Put the light on him,
1: thank you. That won't do you any good. Oh, he wears a fancy dress costume. <laughs> go back to your masquerade party, Americano. This is none of your business. I'm making it my business. Who are these men, you mean? Well, uh,
5: that fellow, Carlos, has the treasure map we found on the Clara M. The other one, Sanchez, owns the fishing boat they were sailing on to find the treasure.
1: Oh, dear, I will kill
2: you. Now, oh, you're breaking
1: you, my you, arm. I told you to keep your hands off those boys. I warn you, I have denied. You could have a machine gun for all I care. it! Hey. Hey. give it to him. Come on, Sanchez, give it to me. Hey. Oh, yeah. Not bad, now I'll give it back.
5: Boy, look at him, slap that guy around. Hey. Oh.
1: That finishes Sanchez. Now, Carlos, it's your turn. Who would stab you? Go ahead. Try it.
5: Uh, what? He's Look, Pug. The knife was broken on Superman's chin. You had <clears throat> your
1: chance, Carlos. Now I'll take mine.
5: He, he's out like a light. I'll bet he's got the treasure map in his pocket. I'll look. Yeah. yeah. See, I was right. Here it is.
1: All right. Now you and Pug get back to the hotel with the map as fast as you can. Mister Kent's waiting there. Oh,
5: but Superman, Pug's got a sprained ankle. Yeah, oh. couldn't you fly us to the hotel?
1: Well, I uh. suppose I could. No, on second thought, I can't. I have something I must do. You can manage, but go straight to the hotel. I don't stop on the way.
5: Oh, we won't. Thanks a lot for helping us out. We were in hot water until you came along. You're sure handy you to have around, Superman. <laughs>
1: You wouldn't need me if you both didn't manage to get into so much
5: trouble. Well, so long. So long, Superman. So
2: long.
5: a well, guy. Yeah. Hey, we better get moving before these two bandits come, too. Give me a hand, Jimmy. Huh? Okay. Now, just take it All easy. All right. Here you are. There. You know, Jim... It's not like I can't get through my beam. How come the superman is always there when we need him, huh? I don't know, Pug. Unless he just knows when troubles happen.
9: You see, he's got powers.
1: for there, Jimmy. Huh. Don't lean too far over that rail. You may fall in.
5: Oh, I could stand a swim. <laughs> oh, you getting hot waiting for the ship to sail. You hot too, Pug? Yeah. yeah. I'm burning up, Jim. Hey, when's she gonna pull out? Oh, in a few minutes. <laughs>
1: anyway, hot as you are, you wouldn't want to swim in these waters. <laughs> oh, why
5: not? It looks
1: swell. Clear and blue. Yeah, and... I know it does. It's full of sharks and barracuda. Huh? Big enough to take your leg off. Why? No kidding. That's right. Tropical waters are very dangerous, so... Best you behave yourselves, or over you'll go. That applies to you particularly, Pug. I don't want another episode like the last.
5: I said I was sorry, didn't I? And anyway, if I hadn't gone into the room to get that map... That guy Carlos would have skipped with it. And we never would have caught him. Pug's right, Mr. King. Yeah. I know, I know.
1: That still doesn't excuse him for trying to take the map. Well... That's all gone and forgotten. Oh, look, boys. They're casting off.
5: Here we go. Oh, they're waiting for someone to come up the gangplank. Huh? See him? It looks like a messenger. General Kent! Are Kent! He's calling you, Mr. Kent. Yes. Yeah. Here, boy. And your Kent? Yes, that's right.
8: I have a message for you.
1: Oh, thank you.
5: Here,
1: take this.
8: What's your demographic? We'll be sending you a message, Mr. Kent. Well, we'll find out soon enough.
5: Oh, what's it say? I... Uh, nothing very much. Ah, uh, he's covering up... Oh, is it important, Mr. Kent? No, no, it's just silly. What does it say?
1: I'll read it to you. If you value your life, don't sail on this ship. Wow! No kidding, Mr. Kent. Does it say that? Yes, but, Oh, it's just someone's idea of a joke. Probably our friend Carlos... Anyway, it's too late to get off. We're pulling out. Well, I'm hungry. Let's get down and have breakfast. Come on,
4: Jim. Come on, Pug. Well,
1: Pug, what'll it be? Bacon and egg? Yeah, it
6: suits me fine.
1: How about you, Jimmy? I'm not very hungry. Oh, Jimmy, stop worrying about that message. I'm sure it was just a people attempt on the part of Carlos to get it back on shore.
5: Well, I know, but since we've had that treasure map, we've run into trouble. I think there's a curse on it. Well, there'll
1: be nothing but skin and bones on you if you don't eat something. Come on, our bacon and eggs?
5: Oh, all right. Hey, Mr. Kent, put that under your plate. Huh? Where? Where? Oh, it's an envelope. Oh, that's funny. Well, open it up. Well, I'll be... Now, what, Mr. Kent?
1: Just one word, printed in big letters. What's the word? Beware. Beware of what? Who can be sending Clark Kent these strange cryptic messages? And why? Can the treasure map, as Jimmy suggested, have a curse on it? Don't forget to tune in next time for another thrilling episode of Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature
2: Superman! <laughs> the sky! Look! It's
1: a man. It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.
4: Behold my process.
0: Ooh, me something right here, huh it's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! With exclusive loot box surprises, prizes delivered to your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! Through the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! A loot Crate
4: box! What's
0: with kids today, huh? Browsers! With cuts starting as large as 11 per month, Those are box just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media dot u-s forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, dig it? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, no, it's Superman.
8: Presenting the
1: transcription feature, Superman! Up
2: in the sky, look! It's a It's a plane! It's Superman!
1: And now, Superman! strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings in a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Trouble seems to follow the old treasure map that Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and young Pug Flanagan found on the ill-fated tripper ship, the Clara M., First, it was Peek Barnaby, a peg-legged sailor, who wanted the match. Then it was Carlos, a murderous half-breed. Now, another strange and mysterious thing has happened. Just as the boat on which they were taking passage from Panama to the United States was about to sail, Kent received a message. A message that read, Wait. Jimmy, Tug, and Kent are about to have breakfast in the ship's dining room. Let's join them. A plug? What'll it be? Bacon and eggs? Yeah, that suits me. Sure. And how about you, Jimmy? Oh, I'm not very hungry, Mr. King. Now, Jim, you mustn't worry about that note I received. A lot of silly nonsense.
5: What did it say again?
1: Oh, just something about not sailing on this ship.
5: It said don't sail on this ship if you value your life.
1: That sounds pretty serious.
5: Sure.
1: Now, it's just as I told you. Carlos probably sent it in order to lure us back on land so that he could get the map. But whatever it is, we've sailed, so it's too late. In another hour, Panama will be far behind us. Now, come on, how about a a couple of fried eggs, Jimmy, and a rasher of crisp bacon? Huh? Well, okay. That's then. the boy. How about you, Pug? Bacon and eggs
5: all you want? Me? I'm than I thought. I think I'll have a. Hey, Mr. Kent. Huh? Put that under your plate?
8: Under my plate?
6: It's an envelope. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I wonder. Open it quick. Now, take it easy, honey. Take it easy. What's it say? Oh.
1: Just one word. What? Beware.
5: Hey. This ain't no joke. You see, Mr. Ken, I told now, you. Now
1: calm down, both of you. Act as though nothing had happened.
5: Ain't that good an actor? What are we gonna do?
1: Let's sit tight for a moment. Whoever's responsible for this note is on board the ship. Now, you ordered breakfast just as though everything were perfectly normal. I'm going to have a talk with the captain. I'll, I'll be go. back shortly. <laughs>
7: Captain Estero? Uh, si, senor. What can I do for you?
1: My name is Kent, Captain. Clark Kent. I'm a reporter on the Metropolis Daily Planet, one of our leading American newspapers. Oh, see,
7: si, I've heard of the Daily Planet, senor Kent.
1: I thought as much. Uh, now, uh, Captain Estero, what I came to talk to you about may seem a little strange. Oh, I'm
7: afraid I do not understand what you mean, senor.
1: Well, uh, as you probably know, I took passage from Panama with two young boys. See. Si. A few minutes before the ship sailed, I received this note. Here, read it.
7: Tell me, who delivered this note to you, senor?
1: A messenger. But that's not all. I found this under my plate at the breakfast table. There's nothing on it but the one
7: word. Beware. Yes, I see.
1: Can you explain these warnings,
4: captain?
7: Well, being a newspaper man, senor Ken... You know that these are very trying times. I need hardly remind you that uh, most of the world is at war. It's best not to ask too many questions.
1: Well, the captain of sailing on this ship involves some danger I should know about. It. I'm responsible for two
7: youngsters. I understand, but uh, I do not think there is any danger.
1: Well, then why the notes of warning? Who sent them to me?
7: That I am afraid I cannot answer. But you know who's on board... You know, the passenger list. Well, this is a very small passenger list. This trip, senor, we are uh, carrying cargo. What
8: sort of cargo?
7: I have told you, senor Kent, uh, under the circumstances, it is best not to ask too many questions. That's all.
8: But, Captain,
1: I just I'm wa- sorry,
7: but I must leave you now. I must go up to the bridge. You will uh, have to pardon me.
4: All
1: right, I'll leave. But I want you to remember that I'm an American citizen. And so are the two boys with me. See,
7: si, senor.
8: I wonder what's behind all this. They hmm. didn't seem particularly surprised at the nature of those messages.
1: I might as well stop off at the purchase office and find out just who's on board. In case anything does happen, I'd like to know with whom I have to deal. In the meantime, I don't want to alarm the
5: boys. The not has been gone for twenty minutes, Pug. Breakfast is ice cold. Oh, don't worry about him. Why don't you eat? Oh, I'm not very hungry. Oh, here he comes. Sorry
1: I took
2: so too long.
5: Oh, Jimmy, you haven't touched
1: your egg.
5: Oh, I was waiting for you. What happened? Not a thing. Captain agrees with me that it's just a gag. Gag? Mm-hmm. Who would be pulling a gag on him? Yeah, bunk him. This ain't no gag. Mr. Kent, this is a plot.
1: <laughs> what kind of a plot, Bug?
5: Well, I don't know, but it's a plot
1: got a very vivid imagination, Pug. It's running away with you. Now, how about finishing breakfast, and then we'll go up on deck and play some shuffleboard, eh? Yeah, that's
5: a sissy game. I want to steer the ship.
1: Well, I'm sure the captain would greet that
5: suggestion with cheers. Oh, did you see the captain, Mr. Kent? Uh-huh. Didn't I tell you I saw him? Yes, but I have a feeling you're hiding something. Jimmy, you're worse than Pug. And the way you've been staring at the other passengers here in the dining room. I'm just interested in knowing who our shipmates are during this trip. Then why don't we go over and introduce ourselves to them and find out who they are?
1: I don't need to, Pug. I was just talking with a purser about them.
5: Say, you mean you think one of those other passengers sent you those notes? Oh,
1: of course not, Jimmy. I told you that was just a gag. Hey,
5: Look at those two dark men with the black hair. Huh? They look suspicious. Oh, don't be silly, Pug. There are a couple of coffee growers from Brazil. What about that gray-haired man there? And the girl with him? Well,
1: he's a doctor, I understand. And a very capable one, too. The girl there with him is his daughter. Well, rather nice-looking, isn't she? Gee, Mr. Kent,
5: that old dame over there in the corner in the black dress looks like she's a hundred years old, don't she? But she's a cranky old maid, too. No, 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 that's no way to talk about her, Pug. She's probably very nice. There's only five others besides us. You wouldn't think it paid to run the boat for eight passengers, would you? Well, it's carrying cargo. What kind of cargo? The captain refused to...
1: I mean, Oh,
8: uh, just, just general cargo. You know just what you mean, Mr.
1: Cameron. Well, come on. Let's all get up on deck, shall we? It's 12 morning. Uh, I'm going to our cabin for a while. Yes, me too. Well, all right. I'll meet you on deck. Make it snappy now. I'll wait for you near the shuffleboard for Okay.
5: There's something fishy around here, Jim. That's what I think. Mr. Kent's holding something back. He doesn't usually do that with me, so it must be important. Is this our cabin? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jim. What do you think it is we and Mr. Kent? I don't know. But it must have something to do with the cargo. He let slip that the captain wouldn't tell him what it was. We can find out easy enough. How? Sit down and look. Ain't no trick in that. mean sneak down into the hole? Sure. But that wouldn't be right. Why not? We ain't gonna steal nothing. I suppose we could just take a look. Yeah, that's all. Just a look. Come on, before Mr. Kent comes after us. You know the way to the hold? We'll find out. Leave it to me. It's a big shift. we get lost, Pug? We ain't gonna get lost. Just follow me. I'm used to finding things.
9: we we'll be as far down
5: as we can get, Pug. Yeah. That's the door up ahead. The door to what? To the cargo home. Wait a minute. Thought I could. gotta get this iron door open. Help me lift the latch. But take it easy. No, no, it don't slide. It lifts up. Yeah, that's it. Now we got it. Nobody heard us. Nah. Well, we gotta get the door open now. Go. Here.
4: Okay.
5: Flip inside. It's dark in there, Yeah. I got a flash. I it from the cabin. the shut. But easy. Easy, 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 Jimmy. Now what? I switched the flash on. There. What? Nothing but sacks of sugar in here. Sugar? That can't be. Come on, we'll take a look. Wait a minute, a What's the matter? Hey, what? that? Yeah, you're right. Pugs out behind these sacks. Quick. The door, Pug. you he come in? He does, Don't move. Pug, he's locking us in. That's what it sounded like. That's what it is. He's gone away. We're trapped in here. Let's find the door. Come on. Come on, Joe. Uh, <coughs> she's locked, all right. We better start buying. That won't do us no good. Not unless somebody's passing. We can't stay down here forever, Pug. Come on, let's stop pounding on the door. No, wait. Before we do that, let's see what's in them sacks. That's what we come down here for, ain't it? Yes, but what do we got to lose? grab the end of this sack. We'll yank it out of the pile and rip her open. Okay. Whoa. Come on. Pug, look out. They're falling on top of you. Oh. Oh. Pug. Pug, where are you? Pug. He's buried under the sacks. i got to get him out. Pug. Pug, answer me. Oh, I can't move these packs fast enough. They're too heavy. I need help. Help! Help! Open this
1: door! Help! Help! Will anyone hear Jimmy's cries for help in time to rescue Pugs? Once again, the boys have gotten themselves into trouble. And it looks like just the beginning. But don't forget to tune in next time and follow the thrilling story of Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the
2: transcription feature, Superman! up in the sky look it's a plane it's It's superman
8: superman is a copyrighted feature appearing
1: in action comics magazine
0: you're tuning in to silver age heroes radio theater presented by phoenix media up in the sky it's a bird it's a plane no it's superman
1: Setting the transcription
2: feature, Superman! Superman. Under the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman!
1: And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. In our last episode, we learned how Kent, on board a steamship sailing from Panama to the United States, received two mysterious messages warning him of danger to come. Jimmy Olsen and Pug Flanagan, Kent's companions on the voyage, decided it was time to investigate the ship's cargo. In the darkness of the forward hold, they found what seemed like sacks of sugar piled almost to the ceiling. Just then, a passing deckhand, noticing that the iron door to the hold was ajar, slammed it shut and threw the latch, locking the boys in. For a moment, Jimmy and Pug were stunned, but decided to find out what was in the sacks before calling for help. However, in attempting to remove one of them, the pile was dislodged and came tumbling down. Listen
2: Pug, look out there falling on top of you. Oh.
9: Pug. Pug, where are you?
5: Pug. He's buried under the sacks. I've got to get him out. Pug. Pug, answer me. I can't move these sacks fast enough. They're too heavy. I need help. Help!
2: Help! Open this door! Help!
1: Help! Bruising his knuckles against the heavy iron door, Jimmy valiantly tries to summon help to free Pug from beneath an avalanche of heavy sacks. Meanwhile, three decks above, well out of earshot, Clark Kent waits for the boys at the shuffleboard court. As the ship clears the harbor and heads for the open sea.
4: Well, I wonder what's keeping Jimmy
1: and Pug. I think they'd be interested in seeing the boat pull out of the harbor. Well, maybe I'd better go down and get them. Well, here comes one of our passengers. The young lady we saw in the dining room. Good morning.
9: It's much more than just a good morning, a wonderful morning. Aren't you the gentleman traveling with the two boys? Uh-huh. My name's Clark Kent. How do you do? I'm June Barrington. How do you do? You've probably heard of my father. It's
1: not Dr. Michael Barrington, the surgeon. That's right. Oh, then you're English.
9: Right again. Dad and I have been in Africa organizing hospital units for the army. Oh, that's so. We're going back home now and everyone's decided this was the safest route. Mm-hmm.
1: Ordinarily it would be, but, uh, I think you and your father should know that queer things have been happening aboard this ship. What do you mean, Mr. King? Oh, now don't misunderstand. Uh, well, it may not be serious at all, but well, you know, being a newspaper man, I'm always suspicious.
9: Now well, you haven't gotten Mr. Spence. What is it that happened?
1: Well, since boarding the ship, I've received two warning notes. One by messenger that said not to sail. And one under my breakfast plate that said, beware. I've already spoken to the captain about it, but got nowhere.
9: That's very strange.
1: Of course, as you probably know, there are only eight passengers on board. You, your father, three of us, two coffee merchants, and an elderly woman. That is rather unusual, isn't it? Well, we're carrying a large cargo. A cargo the nature of which the captain refuses to reveal. You
9: think perhaps it's contravening, Mr. Kent.
1: Well, I can't say, but I'd like very much to know. Well,
9: couldn't we find out somehow?
1: I don't say anything. It comes a sailor.
9: Don't you just love traveling by boat, Mr. Kent?
1: Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. There's there's nothing like it, Miss Barrington.
9: I guess it's safe, so. As I was saying, couldn't we find out what the cargo is?
1: Only by going down into the hole. Well,
9: then why don't we? Come on. Yes.
1: Well, Jimmy and Pug are supposed to meet me here at the shuffleboard court. It won't well take long. Come on. All right. If the captain ever finds out, he's not going to like
8: it. I imagine this corridor leads to the forward door. Oh, I'm just quivering with excitement. Hmm. That iron door up ahead is the one we want. Wouldn't
9: it be funny if the target was done? Just... But never.
8: Oh, I heard a muffled cry. Listen.
9: Yes. I heard it. It's coming from behind that
1: iron door. Someone's locked in there. Quick.
4: Well,
1: oh, lucky there's only a latch on it. Stand back, Miss Barrington.
4: Yeah.
1: Jimmy, oh, one of your boys. Well, Jimmy, what happened? What are you doing here?
5: Pug, he's under the sack. What? They fell on him. What? Miss Mary. Yes.
1: Take him to my cabin. It's twenty-two on sea At once, please. Have your father look him over, will you? I'll, I'll get the other one. Can you walk, Jimmy? I think so.
9: Find Pug. Yes,
1: yes, sure. Don't worry. I'll find him now. Don't you worry. Go ahead.
9: That's it, Jimmy. Just take it easy. We'll manage. Hmm.
1: I had to
8: get her out of the way because.
1: This looks like a job for Superman. Hug buried under those sacks. No time to waste. Ah. I'll have him free in a moment. Ah, this stuff isn't light. Jimmy probably
7: tried to move it, but couldn't. Ah, there we are. There he is. Now to lift him out carefully.
1: Yeah, that does it. Oh, but poor kid, he's out cold. alive, thank goodness. The lucky thing that girl brought me down here. Another few minutes, might have told a different story. I'll carry him up to the cabin as Clark Kenton, for a father
4: example. Are
9: they all right, Father?
1: Yes, nothing serious, June. Jimmy's knuckles are bruised and he's exhausted, but he'll pull through.
9: What about Pug? Is that his name?
1: You found him just in time. He might have suffocated if he'd been down there much longer.
8: Well, I... I can thank you for that, Miss Barrington. But we never did find out what the cargo is. Well, yes, we did. You see, I,
1: uh... I broke open one of the sacks. I, uh... I have a sample wrapped in this piece of paper. There we are. What does it look like, Dr. Barrington? Hmm... Nitrate. Mm-hmm. That was my guess. What nitrate? A substance used in the manufacture of explosives.
9: So that's what this ship was carrying. That's why there are only eight passengers on board. In the light of this discovery, Mr. Kent, the two
1: warning messages you receive take a new meaning, I should say. Oh. Why should I be the only one to receive warning?
2: Yes. Why?
1: You see, there are eight passengers? Mm-hmm. You and your daughter, Jimmy, Pug, and myself, two coffee merchants, and uh, an elderly lady. Hmm. Has it occurred to you, Mr. Kent, that you and the two boys are probably the only Americans on this ship? Well, that's no doubt true, but I'm... being all... Americans, you were the only ones warned to get off.
9: You mean that something's going to happen to the ship, father?
1: father looks like that.
9: Hadn't we better tell the captain?
1: Uh, he, uh, he knows we're carrying nitrate, Miss Barrington. He also knows about the messages of warning.
8: But if we're in danger... We've been in danger before, Yes, Drew. I know, but...
1: Uh, come in. Well, Jimmy, I thought you were supposed to rest.
5: I'm okay now, Mr. Kent.
8: I wanted to find out what was happening. Uh, Jimmy, this is Miss Barrington, Dr. Barrington's daughter. We we introduced ourselves coming up from the hole, didn't we, Jimmy? Yes. What's cooking, Mr. Kent? What was in those sacks? Nitrate, Jimmy. Something used to make explosives. Wow. That's nothing to get excited about. Well, Miss Barrington looks excited, and so do you. Well, what are we going to do? A very sensible question, Jimmy. Have you any suggestions, Dr. Barrington?
1: Nothing very constructive, I'm afraid. I suppose we could hold a meeting of the passengers on board and apprise them of the situation. Well, there are only three besides ourselves. The two coffee men and the old lady. Well, I think they should know. Yes. Yeah. All right. Mm. I'll get the two men. Uh, Miss Barrington, suppose you and Jimmy locate and escort the little old lady to this cabin, will you? I believe the purser said she's in C-33. Right you are. Come on, Jimmy. And try not to let any of the crew know what's brewing. Don't worry, we won't.
9: That's six bells, isn't it,
5: Jimmy? Yes. all is not so well. Hmm.
9: What, Captain, did we discover our little old lady... Was occupying? You mean the cabin? Yes. Number
5: 33, right here on C-deck. Must be at the end of this corridor. Oh,
9: I hope she can stand the shock of learning there are tons of nitrates right under her.
5: Oh, Here's number 33.
9: Shall I knock? I guess so. No. Wait. What is this? Put your ear close to the door. All right. Hear anything? Sounds, sounds like a bear. chirping. No.
5: It's a wireless key. Someone's sending a message. What is it I know Morse code. I learned it from sparks on the Clara M. Maybe I can follow
9: it. Stop. Oh, I think you're just imagining things, Jimmy. What would a little old lady be doing sending wireless messages? I don't know, but I'm sure I heard... There it is again. It's a bird, Jimmy. Oh, listen. This is what it says.
8: On position... Midnight... 150 miles due north of Colon. Everything in readiness. We'll contact you again hourly report on the
1: The mystery seems to be thickening. Can Jimmy be right? Is the little old lady in stateroom 33 sending a wireless message? Don't forget to tune in next time for another thrilling episode with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature,
2: Superman. Up at the sky. Look. It's a bag. It's a plane. It's Superman.
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comic Magazine.
0: You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, no, it's Superman.
1: Presenting the transcription
2: feature, Superman! (laughs) It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman!
1: Strange visitor from the planet Krypton who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Things are happening thick and fast aboard the steamship carrying Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Pug Flanagan from Panama to the United States. To begin with, Kent received two mysterious messages warning him of danger aboard the ship. Then Jimmy and Pug discovered the ship cargo was nitrate, a substance used in the manufacture of explosives. our story continues today, Kent has decided to call a meeting of the eight passengers on board. He's gone to summon the two Brazilian coffee merchants while Jimmy, accompanied by June Barrington, an English girl, are on their way to invite one of the passengers, an elderly woman, to the meeting. Listen.
5: This is the cabin, number 33. Shall I knock? I guess so. Oh. Wait a minute. What's the matter? Put your ear close to the door. All right.
9: Listen. Sounds like a bird. chirping. No. It's Morse code. Someone in that cabin is sending a wireless message. Oh, Jimmy, how fantastic. What would an old lady be doing? I can understand it. I know
8: some Morse code. Well? I'm getting it. ship will be 150 miles north of... Kalan at midnight. Everything in readiness
5: will contact you hourly. It
9: stopped. Jimmy, what does it mean?
5: Somebody in that cabin sending a message telling where this ship will be at midnight. But what? I don't know, but I've got a good idea. Look, Miss Barrington, you go up and get Mr. Ken. I'll stay here to see that nobody leaves this cabin. Oh, but, Jimmy, you must be wrong.
9: That little old lady wouldn't be sending wireless messages. Please, Miss Barrington, go get Mr. Kent. All right, but he'll think we're both crazy. Wireless messages. Why, oh, I never heard of anything first
5: to Nothing crazy about this. The it's more cold, I'll eat my hat. The ship will be 150 miles from Kolan at midnight. Everything in readiness. readiness for what?
9: Oh... Did I frighten you when I opened the door?
8: Oh, no. I mean, I, I... You wanted to see me, young man? Why, no. I mean, yes. Yes, ma'am. Won't you come in, please? Thank you. That's right. I think it was very nice of you to see this <coughs> Yes, Mr. Farrington. Listen,
9: Jimmy and I were supposed to invite that little old lady to the meeting of passengers. Yes? We got to the door of her stateroom, and I was just about to knock when Jimmy said he heard Morse code. What? That's what he said. Morse code. Where is Jimmy? Waiting outside the cabin door. He told me to come up and get you.
1: Good for him. Where's the cabin?
9: Here, I'll show you. This is the corridor, and the cabin's at the end of it. Mr. Kent! What is it? Well, he's not there.
1: Who's not there?
9: Jimmy. I left him standing right outside that door. He's gone. Now,
1: don't get excited.
8: Is this the cabin? Yes.
9: Number 33. Uh-huh. What do you think happened to Jimmy, Mr. Kent? He, he said he was going to stay.
1: I'm sorry to disturb you, madam, but I'd like to speak with you. I'm one of the passengers. Just oh, a
2: moment,
8: please. Mr. Kent, you think. Quietly. I was just lying down for a few minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Don't you both come in? The passengers on the ship should get to know one another. Don't you think, Mr. Kent?
9: Ask her about Jimmy.
8: I beg your pardon?
1: Uh, we were planning a meeting of all the passengers, and we sent one of my young charges down to ask you
8: to attend. Have you seen him? Oh, yes. He was a very polite young man. But I explained to him that climbing the steps is quite a hardship for me. I'm not a spring chicken, you know. But he was here. He spoke to you. Yes, he said he was sorry I couldn't attend the meeting. No. Well, I guess that's all. Thank you very much. Oh, you're quite welcome, Mister Kent, don't say anything.
9: All right, you can talk now. I, I don't quite know what to say. I, I'm speechless. Well,
1: there's one thing I don't understand. If Jimmy thought it was important enough to send for me, why did he knock at her door and tell her about the meeting?
9: She seemed like a nice old lady. I, I didn't see any wireless set in her cabin. No, neither
1: did I. It was a trunk and a suitcase, that's all. Well, we'll probably find Jimmy up in my cabin, ready to explain everything. I hope so.
9: Did you locate the two coffee merchants?
1: Oh, yes. Yes, neither of them speak a word of English. Your father made a valiant attempt to get them to understand, but I'm afraid he failed. Ah, here we are.
9: Father, is Jimmy here?
1: Jimmy I know. Didn't you send him to get one of the passengers? You haven't seen him, Dr. Barrington? Not since he left with June. I
9: knew it. I knew it.
8: June,
1: what's the trouble? Jimmy seems to be missing, Doctor.
9: Yes.
1: He and your daughter went down to invite that elderly lady to our meeting, and Jimmy thought he heard a Morse code signal coming out of her cabin. He sent your daughter to get me. I'm sure... When we arrived, he was gone, and the lady told us he'd invited her to the meeting.
9: I'm sure something's happened to
1: him. I'm He must be somewhere on the ship. Maybe in his own cabin with Pugs. No, I just looked in there... Hug is alone,
4: stupid.
1: Uh, I'd better search the ship. Jimmy has a habit of stumbling into trouble, but I'd help you. You stay here, Julie, in case he returns while we're gone. If he does, Miss Barrington, keep him here. Don't worry, I will. I'm quite certain we'll locate him if he can't talk to him. As Clark Kent and Dr. Barrington prepare to search the ship from stem to stern, one of the white-clad dining room waiters slips silently along a corridor and knocks on the door of stateroom
7: 33. His hands. Drop the phony voice and open up.
2: All right. All right.
1: Why did you come
7: here? I told you it was dangerous. I would like to know how things are going. If you make contact. Yes. Midnight is the hour. Since you're here, you might just as well know that we had a close call. What do you mean? Both Americans, the men and the two boys. The ones we want to get off the ship. Yeah, what about them? One of the boys was listening at the door while I was making contact. Don't worry, he's safe. Locked in that trunk. What are you going to do with him? That remains to be seen. As you know, we cannot
1: fail. Nothing must stand in our way. Yeah, yeah. So if necessary, we will get rid of the trunk. You understand?
7: In the meantime, take this suitcase and throw it overboard. Be careful you are not seen. It contains the virus, sir? Yes. It will not be necessary to make contact again. I think it may be dangerous to have it in this cabin. No, no, no. Who would ever suspect you an old lady or must fooled me when you came into the dining room? The drig, the dress. Never mind. Do as I say. Wait. We have another man on board, haven't we? Yeah, in the engine room. Good. I may need both of you later on. Take the suitcase now and get rid of it. Yeah. Wait.
2: Who is it? Sorry to bother you again, but I'd like to ask you a few questions.
1: It's the American.
2: Just any minute?
1: Here's the key to the adjoining cabin. Wait there until I go. I may need you. Be quiet.
6: All right,
8: Just a minute, please. I'm sorry I kept you waiting. Oh, that's quite all right. Uh, this is Dr. Barrington. Oh, how do you do, doctor? How do you do? Won't you come in, please? Yes, thank you. I must apologize for my cabin. It's quite disordered. Ah.
1: Now, madam, you may think this is a little strange, but... We're still trying to find a young boy I inquired about some time ago. Well,
8: I don't understand. You were the last person who saw him. I just spoke with him for a moment. He was very polite.
1: Yes, yes, I know. You mentioned that before. A
8: young man, you're rather implicated. Mr. Kent, what was that?
1: It sounded like it came from the trunk. What's in that trunk?
8: Why, my belongs.
1: Would you mind opening it?
8: Well. That's an unusual request.
1: A lot of unusual things have been happening. Open the trunk.
8: Young man, I must ask you to leave my cabin. Not until that trunk open. Why, you young whippersnapper? Dr. Barrington,
1: would you mind getting the captain?
8: You don't have to bother. I don't want to create a scene. I'll open the trunk if that's all you desire. I have the key here in my handbag. Yes? Right here. Put your hands up, both of you. King, that's a very strange-looking key with a
1: muzzle on it. Never mind the comment. Back up against the wall.
8: Hunt. Yeah? Find Dr. Berrigan's daughter
1: and bring her here. Tell her that her father wants her. You don't have to mix my daughter up in this. Unfortunately, you're all well mixed. You failed to heed my warnings not to sail on this ship. So you must suffer. Oh, so you were responsible for those messages, eh? That explains a lot of things, including your masquerading as an old woman. Did I go? Yes. Leave the wireless set here. It
7: will no longer be necessary to get rid of it. Bring the dirt quickly, Doc.
1: Why don't you open the trunk now and release the boy?
7: I can see no harm in that. Here's the key.
1: You open it, and remember, have you covered?
7: You may take the gag off the boy's mouth. That's
8: very kind
5: of you. Wait a minute. There we are, Jimmy. it was hot in there? And Mr. Kent, that old lady, she's a man. Yes, we know.
1: Back against the wall, all of you. Ah, come in, Miss Barrington. Oh. It's quite all right, Jim. Yes, quite all right. Stand against the wall, Miss Barrington. Close the
8: door, Hans,
7: and set up the wireless. shop. Yeah. I deeply regret having to cause any of you embarrassment and discomfort. But unfortunately, you brought it on yourselves by virtue of your own curiosity. We're
1: not interested in listening to speeches.
7: This speech will interest you, my friend. It will interest all of you very much. What do you mean? Precisely at midnight, this ship is going to the bottom of the ocean. And unfortunately, you are going with it. Oh! Goodbye, Mr. Freddy. Very well, Hans. Make contact.
1: What can Clark Kent do in the face of this diabolical threat and the lives of everyone aboard the steamship? Does he dare reveal himself as Superman in order to save the ship and passengers from destruction? Don't forget to tune in next time for another thrilling adventure with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman.
2: Up in the sky, look! It's a plane!
1: It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.
0: Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes.